from Los Angeles, California. This is The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny. This is a casual conversation between two friends and colleagues taking serious topics not so seriously. This podcast contains strong language and is intended for mature audiences. It is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy. Welcome back to the last part of our four-part conversation with licensed marriage and family therapist Riley K. Smith. If you've missed any of it, we encourage you to go back and listen to parts one through three. Exploring good parent messages a little further, Riley tells us how the basic wound can be the root of our life's big lesson. As we wrap it up, we talk about what it means to be human, how to feel fully alive, and how filtering out the useless noise when jumping into the unknown can increase our chances to fully experience joy. Bless my heart. on there that really stuck out to me I may be wrong maybe I'm making this one up but something about it's okay to be different from me that yeah that's on the list Uh that speaks to my basic wound Uh the you know the the difference because I come from a bicultural family my uh, and it's something that in in these later years of my father's life we've been able to connect on and it's been very interesting seeing him or, or hearing him on the phone because we're so far away have that realization that we have a very similar experience of the world it's very difficult for him to or it, it was very difficult for him to see the ways in which we were the same because we grew up in such different worlds and we're such different people and it didn't feel okay to be different for me I'm different don't care who knows it something about me not the same yet when i share that with him that really connected us because he's felt different his whole life he's you know chicano and i think we may have spoken about this when we when we met but he grew up in a time and a place where it was only okay to kind of be the way that he was, to be Chicano in a Chicano world. Uh, and so he would step outside of the barrio and go and listen to jazz and go to art museums and go and do theater. And he, he was expanding his world and he would come back and everybody in the community would feel like, you know, why do you have to go do that? What is it out there? Why do you have to speak English? Why aren't you speaking Spanish? So there was a, you don't belong here if you're going to be that way. And then when he's outside of the barrio, it was very much the feeling of, you know, you don't fully belong here either. So trying to find that, that place of belonging, there's always that feeling of difference. And so difference, while it was celebrated and it was something that something that the family really wanted everybody to be you know like kind of like a source of pride that you're different but there's also a shame of being different Mm -hmm. underneath it this message yeah and then for me yeah and then and then when I was different like so I come from an artistic uh academic family of performers and artists and so when I was in high school and became a cheerleader it was like the world stopped it was like what who are you? Hey, hey, take it away. Get so 
uh, in my community, most most families would think like, that's great, you know, in this very typical suburb. It was very uh, separating, like, why would you want to do that? Kind of, again, more difference, right? So now, Let me ask you, was the language of your early childhood English or Spanish or both? English, oh, because okay. my mother doesn't speak oh, Spanish. Okay. Uh, although they both argue, you know, my father, w my parents are divorced, but my father would say that uh, my mother didn't want him to speak it around us, and my mother would say, of course I always wanted him to speak it around us. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know what the truth is. My younger siblings from his second marriage, they speak Spanish fluently, uh, and they're very active in that culture. It's very much a part of who they are um, in a way that it w I was not raised in the same environment. They are 20 years younger than I am, almost 20 years. So they, you know, they're a completely different generation and different upbringing. We did not grow up together. Um, so there, again, there's there's a lot of difference. That was the good parent message that really enough about me, but that really stuck out to mm -hmm. me was the it's okay to be different. Okay. Um, sometimes it is important to give the messages and the language of the childhood. And if it was your father's culture that was that you couldn't be different from, it might be interesting to hear those words in Spanish. For him, that was that was the the culture that it was not okay to be different from. Uh -huh. For him, for me, it was something completely different. It's this artistic thing, which is which I am part that that is I'm not different in that way but you know art and music and theater and and movies and film and writing and literature all of these things they are part they're intrinsically who I am they are essential to the work that I do when when Wendy said or one of you guys were talking about I think maybe you said it the art of therapy oh you're talking about doing the art of therapy I really do look at it like that but I mean I worked in the entertainment industry for you know 20 years and 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 it was never fulfilling because the different part of me was somebody who I I wanted to understand people and relationships and I wanted to help people be more authentically themselves and be okay being different and working on healing these wounds and the things that I that I've worked so hard for in my life to be okay I, it doesn't cut me off from that it's to me an essential part of it but but now that this is my life too, there's a there's a certain belief, uh, there are certain messages that come from the family about that too, you know. So thank thank you. That's enough about me. Uh, th thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I think it's important to also state that yeah, I am here, and I try to be fully here as much as possible. And there were times in my life where I, I didn't want to be here. And mm -hmm. I look back and when I'm with clients and I see that, it reinforces to me the importance of what we do, the amazing things that I would have missed out on, mm -hmm. the, the things that I didn't know. So just because you don't know what's around the corner doesn't mean that it's more of the same and it's bad. It, it can be so amazingly beautiful and wonderful and better than you ever imagine and it's the same thing whether it's a breakup uh, the loss of a job the loss of a loved one getting and older getting older yeah things you think you can't get back it's like well maybe that's okay they were what they were at the time and what's coming next isn't necessarily 
going to pale in comparison. It, it's going to be better, more likely, because of all the experience that you have behind you. Whew, I'm exhausted. <laughs> when you stop hey. running. Um, the bubble. Expanding our bubble. I just, the, my cosmology is such that I think of our basic wound as the setup for our life's purpose, for our life's lesson. Totally. And what we're doing is we're becoming human for the, uh, what was it, the, uh, the boot camp of life. What was the university you said? The, oh, university? the university of human experience. Human experience. I love right. that. That's great. And troubles are our homework. Upset is our homework. And peace inside and equanimity is an A+. Plus. Mm. And the other thing would be that uh, I believe that the uh, big part of being human is to expand our bubble, expand the confines that our beliefs create for us. And then also in that is to teach what we know and to have a really good time. <laughs> yes. Joy and laughter is very yes. important. Hey, what can I say? I hope they talk about us that way. There ain't no place I'd rather be. The rally making history. For the generation way. Like singing and singing bad and singing good and playing. singing any old oh, way. So playing, playing in life. But mm -hmm. that was that was a healing experience in itself. There's a lot I mean, I stopped performing and having any interest in it and even just in singing outside of a little small place or in my own home because of the external noise. Very hard, and living in Los Angeles, we see this a lot with clients and friends and loved ones who are in that world. There's so much your self-esteem has to endure. I had a teenager that once said, my whole self-esteem depends on how many likes I get that day on social media. Mm. It, it occurs to me that so many of us, for so much of our lives, try to get circumstances to be such that our basic wound won't be touched. And it, it's exhausting. <laughs> and the, it turns out that the, the skill really is, is the inner peace and equanimity. That whatever comes along is not about me. And when there's a problem, I either solve it or I'll walk away from it and don't worry about it. But I never need, I never need it for my selfness to change. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you are so inspirational. I know. I'm like, <laughs> really, I could just listen to you all day. You just really, I, I love to see people flowing in life and you you just really honor who you are and your gifts and every breath that you take. I mean, literally every literally breath. Literally every breath that you, you take. You know, and I... Just an example. It's a role, model. be, it's role modeling for us. I want that when I get older. 
it's it's a it's a beautiful thing you know I always look for role models and mentors and uh, extract little life lessons and you know I'm writing them down and uh, I know when people go visit your website or hopefully meet you in some form or another you can't help but think they'll be in, inspired by you well thank you for that yeah. I want to get to, to Dr. Wendy's dream journal exercises. I think we have a, we've covered a lot of stuff here that I think people can can do on their own and at home. Dr. Wendy. But before we do, I also wanted to again ask about how it changed you when you got back in touch with your art and your music cuz that was part of who you were and how you were making your living and you kept it going for a little while while you got into psychotherapy and then it kind of petered out and then you you wrote about coming back to it recently so how has that affected you personally in the work that you're doing uh hmm i was excited to discover that my experience of spirit informed my work and was of a piece, that it was integrated, that it was just me. I mean, it just came through me. Hmm. I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, a lot of gratitude, a whole lot of gratitude. Uh, I get as grateful as I can, as often as I can. <laughs> I've learned to apologize. That's <laughs> 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 a biggie. What, um, what what did you find was hard about apologizing before? What well, did you have I, had to... To, I had to deal with my shame before. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I have my shame, but I don't take it, pers don't take it seriously. I, 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 found, I found a way to stand separate from myself and watch. Uh, I think I, I, wrote, uh, I wrote in my blog about uh, how the week leading up to posting my blog, I was having all kinds of of chitch going on, all kinds of resistance going on, uh, and I was just watching it because I knew I was going to publish my blog. It didn't matter uh, how upset or anything that I was, or what the vo the voices were saying, like you know, arrogant fool, and who are you to think that anybody would be interested in what you have to say, and all of that. And uh, I had a, uh, I had a, a client from way back. I, 15 years ago, wrote a horrible, horrible review of me on Yelp. All in this week, see, before uh, posting. And uh, another thing was I had a, a good friend that I asked for feedback about some of my articles and he misunderstood what, he, what I was asking for and the re response he gave me was just devastating. Then <laughs> the very morning that I started sending out emails uh, and posting about my blog, I had an episode of diarrhea. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. Yep. And I wasn't sick. I just... Nervous. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah. So fascinating. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just pouring out of you. Uh, right. And I was watching this whole process and going, hmm, that's interesting. I feel that way every time before I hit publish on one of these podcasts 
Because I don't know. I think, oh, it's going to come, it's going to, the sound's going to be bad, or it's going to be, we're going to sound dumb, or, you know, or I don't know. Again, uh, you arrogant bastard, right? You know, (laughs) why do you guys think that you're, but the thing is, is I know our intention. I also understand, like, both Wendy and I are very committed to trying to reach as many people as possible and give people access who don't easily have access or who are who are holding back uh and maybe this is all that they all that they can tolerate right now is like listening and trying to get some inspiration or trying to hear about something they haven't learned about yet and going like oh so now that they've heard about emdr maybe they're gonna go watch some of those videos and read your blogs and check it out and maybe if they're in la they're gonna call you and you know, the, these possibility. Are the yeah, the possibility is, and it's, it's free. We don't, we don't get paid for this. We don't have sponsors. It's all, it's all us. And the end result for us is trying to help people as much as we possibly can. Yes, we have to make a living, but there are other things that we can do that are of service, you know, beyond that. <clears throat> I was on a podcast once as a guest and I was really anxious and my learning disability kind of kicked up and so between my anxiety and not really fully either, I, I just got stuck and I couldn't answer the question or I answered it in a different way until the wonderful host led me into you know a, a, a nice way to kind of calm down and then I was able to think a little bit more clearly. But I came up Across that podcast, and I said, "Should I post this? Should I not?" That was such a oh, I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb. This, you know, the negative part of the, you know, the, in AA they call it K fuck. Turn down the radio, and you know, so they say turn it off. Um, but so you know, so I heard that, and I acknowledged it, and I took a deep breath, and I said, "You know what?" And I always point to my heart. I tell women, but men too can do it. And I put my hand on my heart to ground myself. And I say, I'm a loving, caring person, and I'm not perfect. I don't have to be perfect. It's very okay. What is my intention? To share, you know, uh, whatever this topic was on the show. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it into the universe because it was all great, and I'm role modeling. I'm not perfect, and I don't care. I don't want to be perfect, whatever perfect is. So I, so I sent it into the universe, and I got some Twitter feedback. And, you know, I never, hardly ever check the, the responses consistently until I learned how to do it. But at that time, and I thought, oh, let me just check. And I checked, and someone had written the meanest comment ever. You've he uh, said uh, you sound fucking stupid like an idiot what a dumb podcast (laughs) so the worst thing that could have happened to me happened and I took a deep breath and I thought ouch god that really hurt and then I said to myself hold on and then I had my finger should I erase the podcast should I not should I erase it and I looked at my finger and I put my hand back on my heart And I said, who am I? I'm a loving, caring person. And if some people get me, great. And if some people don't, that's okay too. I found it interesting. They went through the podcast, then they wrote me, then they added me on Twitter. That's a lot of energy for someone who doesn't (laughs) like me. And Brene Brown has a wonderful thing about, you know, learning from these wonderful experiences, that I embrace that. Um, But I I won't allow myself to be, you know, bullied or anything. So, So I gently you know, uh, blocked that person. 
And uh, I listened to the podcast again, and I said, you know what? It was an awesome podcast. There's nothing. It's wonderful. You know, it was a, there's a little hiccup. Yeah, it's interesting, but you know what? I, I make no for excuses for for who I am, and it was the perfect podcast and the perfect responses. And even that person who wrote me, you know, my my coping strategy is, as Marianne Williamson, who I love, uh, I love and release that person. And I'm going to say a little prayer, and I hope that they don't have anger in their heart. Uh, me staying angry, you know, about that, I don't want to carry any anger. And so I hope that that person feels better in life. And if they had to journal in that way, <laughs> I hope that they learn a new way to journal. But or giving them power too. It's like that, and I maybe that seems contrary to what you're you're talking about. You know, you love them and release them. But I also think of it as I get to choose who gets to ruin my day. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my husband. I I I'm so grateful that I have the kind of relationship that I do. And if he does or says something that irritates me I'm gonna pay attention you know he's allowed to ruin my day every once in a while I you know he's allowed to because it's an important message that relationship's important to me you trust you have intimacy vulnerability and I'll look at it too and I'll think you know is this really have I really done something or or is this something else you know but but there are varying degrees right it's like the bubble mm-hmm. <laughs> uh a bubble inside a bubble inside a bubble inside like my my most intimate bubble those those people if they're sick or upset or i offend them in some way that that can ruin my day but i'm not going to let it ruin my life i'll let it ruin my day but inspire change right it's about progress not perfection and i have to remind myself that because i will the, what you were describing before about that, the pain in your solar plexus and uh, the, the choking in your throat feeling, that's, I, I've been feeling that a lot because I'm studying for my, my <laughs> exams. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, it's okay. I just have to pass. Nobody, you know, I'm not going to have clients sitting across from me going, and what percentage did you get on that test? And, you know, that's not, this is, it's not about perfection. Life is so much bigger than that. So now we've just gone off. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, the only thing I just want to say is going back to, you know, Riley said like the genogram, that's an interesting way to think about it. Or I had a wonderful supervisor who said when people come through your path, whether it's a client or friend, to think of them as a little kid, you know? Yes. And so when I got that tweet, the first ouch I felt was for me and then releasing it. And really just feeling what happened in that person's life, mm-hmm. you know, having empathy about being mean and that I know for sure someone in his path was mean. And so I, I can see the bigger picture of that. Not saying I welcome bullying, but I, but I understand it. I, I love the spirituality. I love, I, I just, all the work that you are doing is so meaningful. Oh, thank you. And, and uh, you know, what we leave here in life, I think, are... I had a a 13-year-old Jewish Orthodox girl who was having her bat mitzvah, and she said at 13, I just want to leave my handprint on this earth. Mm. And I love that. And that's that's, uh, all I care about is what are we celebrating and what people will remember us by. Well, to me, that's that's all I know that we that we leave behind for sure. 
I haven't had connection with people in the great beyond, so I don't know mm. what happens after this, but what I do know from my own experience of life and people is that we carry people with us. Uh, the impression, you know, the things that we give to other people that we leave behind, that th those are our legacies, right? That 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 is that is eternal life for sure is mm. is how we live on in the memories of other people and definitely an important thing to me in terms of handprint yeah dr wendy's dream journal do you have anything for dr wendy's dream journal this is something that we encourage people to if they're keeping a journal exercises or interventions things that they can do by themselves to journal about get out pen and paper yes Yay! i'll go slowly all right this is the basic wound mantra goes like this. That, meaning that awful feeling when something goes wrong and you feel bad, is the way any little boy or girl would feel who had a mother, comma, who had a mother, who didn't receive and therefore couldn't give loving attunement. So the child felt, and this is a blank where you fill in the bad feeling, the upset, the negative self-belief. And the truth is, and this is where you put in the positive truth about yourself, which is something like, I'm worthy, I'm lovable, I'm okay, I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be. And this feeling, that, that old feeling, that awful feeling, is not about now. And it's not about me. And it never was. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Take a few breaths and get still. And say it to yourself. Say it to yourself until you can feel it. And then believe it. Um, brief follow-up, I once, uh, not once, I regularly will ask a client, do you really get that you're exactly who you're supposed to be and that there's nothing to be done about your value? And they'll say, well, I think I get it intellectually, sometimes. So I'll say, well, tell me what happens right now when you trust that it's actually true. Changes and your life. It. it can change your life. It. it is such an honor to have you today. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. You're I'm welcome. Just... Could, I, could I say that um, uh, if, if somebody wants to contact me, that Please. Uh, yes. probably <laughs> the most efficient way to say it is go to www.rileysbubble.com and go push the contact button on the menu. And you can also check me out about what kind of therapy I do there. Absolutely. We totally encourage you to go and check out Riley's Bubble. And if you are in Los Angeles and you get a chance to actually meet Riley, you won't be disappointed. He's a lovely human being and very knowledgeable and accomplished. We are very fortunate to have had you here. Thank you so much for well, coming. I want to thank you. 
your fabulous hostesses, <laughs> and this has been a pleasure. So yeah, you can find Riley at Riley'sBubble.com. You can email him at Riley at Riley'sBubble.com as well. Uh, you can find uh, Wendy and I at Dr. Wendy O'Connor and Associates uh, online. Um, my Twitter is Jenny JV Wilson. That's Jenny with an I. Uh, Instagram, The Preppy Rebel. I'm on the web at JennyJVWilson.com. Uh, Wendy, you can find her on our YouTube channel. Twitter, she's at, uh, she's at Ask Dr. Wendy. Uh, her email is DrWendyO'Connor at gmail.com. And the website is uh, Dr. Spelled Out, D O C T O R Wendy O'Connor.com. Phone number? 310-712-1230. And do us a favor, just click on that little button and subscribe to us on Podbean or iTunes. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review. We have a great time doing this. And uh, we're going to have show notes also, right? Yes, show notes, how you can get a hold of Riley, and I'll have links and, and information for all the things that we've talked about today. Uh, maybe some of the EMDR videos and, uh, and people that we've talked about. Yeah, and you can also send us your stories, questions, feedback at relationshipshowla at gmail.com. That's it for us right now, and as always, we encourage you to be as authentically yourselves as you can possibly stand, and as Dr. Wendy always says, stay open. So that's it, Riley. Right. That's a weird key. Do not sing in your key, because I can never sing in your key. listening to The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny, a casual conversation between two friends and colleagues taking serious topics not so seriously. Dr. Wendy O'Connor and Jenny J.B. Wilson see clients in private practice in Los Angeles, California, and can be found online at www.doctorwendyoconnor.com and www.jennijvwilson.com. For entertainment purposes only, 